Dan Radio Style. Hope everybody out there is having themselves a great day. Had something really awesome happen, awesome in a big kind of way, not necessarily good, but awesome go on in a chat in my live over the weekend that really brought something to my attention. Something huge, one, about manifesting, and two, I think kind of something that's not understood as well as it should be for a lot of people when it comes to understanding. Now, many of us understand the general principles of what you think and, and think about and when you envision and you put it in your mind and then if you have a feeling about it, like we get all of that creates manifestation. And much like myself, really, until this weekend, lump it all together. And that works great. But the problem is, is manifestations don't necessarily work out that way. Now, again, we understand what we believe definitely manifests true. We also understand what we think about manifest. Yes, that's true. What I envision manifest. Yes, that's true. What I uh, tell my subconscious with my feelings. Yes, manifest. That's true. Where's the weird part, Dan? What are you talking about? Now, let me let me try to explain this a little better. The weird part is, is what you think is a very up in your mind. It's a very conscious part. It's the essentially the captain at the ship steering the wheel and saying, this is the direction we're going. Awesome. And that's great because that's super important. You got to have all that in line. You got to have all that working. Now, the second part, and I don't know if this falls more into subconscious, probably does, but I think uh, we're conscious of it. So I don't know. Anyway, you go with me. You help me figure out what it is. But ultimately, how you feel about things, how you feel about things creates reality as well. Because what your feelings are, are like your beliefs. Uh, they're kind of the deep held understandings of the way things are. There are insecurities. They're, they're the, the deep, dark components within us. They're the, the skeletons in the closet, even. They're the, all the things that have happened to us in the past. They're all the luggage that we drag with us every time we hop on our ship and we have a crew, we have them load a bunch of the luggage inside of our stateroom. That's our heart. And what I realized is thoughts, albeit create, and if I don't have a thought about something, then I don't have a thought about it. That can happen, right? I don't think about things. I do think about things. I think good about things. I think bad about things. But I, I have the choice to be in meditation and just think of my breathing and just focus on that and not think of anything. But when you feel, you feel. There is either a feeling or not. And when you have a feeling, it's either of a positive sort of nature or a negative sort of nature. Really is kind of only two kind of sets of feelings that generally go on. I don't know if you can have an ambivalent feeling. I don't really have a feeling is, well, I don't really have a thought. It doesn't really matter. Maybe. Maybe you're in the teeter. But for the most part, you either feel against it or for it, in love with it or not, hate with it or not, dislike, any of those kinds of things. And beliefs are things that we just hold true regardless of what we're thinking. So truth be told, maybe I don't like rich people the way I feel about it because something that happened to me as a child, maybe experiences that I continued to have after because of my beliefs. I'd see just examples and example and example of people that were wealthy that were horrible to others. And so all these things kind of led up to me disliking wealthy people. Then consciously, I'm trying to make money and I keep wondering why I'm having a hard time. Well, that makes sense to most everybody in the, in the manifesting world, right? Now, obviously, you've got a belief that that doesn't work. 
and you don't like people like that, so how could you possibly manifest something consciously if you don't subconsciously agree with it? Now, another part of this that comes into play, I'm going to try to have my best to tie this all together. There's a complex issue that really came up. But there's individual manifestation, and then there's collective manifestations. And you manifest things from a city level, state level, country level, world level. So there's a lot of things on this planet that we experience that are of a world nature, are of a collective conscious nature, are the fact that there are so many people that hold certain beliefs and thoughts and all of the above that we continue to have collectively bad experiences and good experiences, but, you know, wars and famines and a lot of the things that are probably more of that negative ilk. You know, some of us would be like, yeah, I think it'd be cool if none of these things happened. That'd be fantastic. So we've got that component at play. And I, I think one thing from a, from a world level, you've got things like viruses, obviously kind of in the news these days. You've got things like uh, fires, also in the news, and that was kind of what led to some of the uh, initial discussion. I was just like, huh, interesting. I mean, it was just fun to follow. Uh, there are storms that happen on this planet. Some may be man-made, some may not. Some may just be totally natural. But there's been a lot of looking into uh, storms, and from a spiritual level of the planet and the way storms actually function, uh, there is a negative energy component that storms release. There's actually um, kind of a purifying sense that happens, but sometimes they're generally, they can be around areas that have energy that needs, or that is of a strong negative faction. Okay, so a lot, again, a lot goes into this. Prior to something actually showing up in our lives, in our world, like it's, it's a thought, it's, it's not real yet, right? You don't, you don't have a child, uh, you don't already have, uh, you haven't become homeless or whatever, right? Like there's a thought, there's this thing, whatever, but it hasn't actually happened yet. Now in these cases, generally speaking, it's a thought game. Right? If it hasn't already manifested in your life, it's a thought game. You can still make changes. You can still make adjustments. Like, this is cool, right? Direct your ship. Make sure you navigate properly through the waters, right? If you're going to be doing things where a child might be a, a, a scary thing, just to use an example, because it's something that can happen and will change your life and it will come back up. So maybe you're like, ah, I want to enjoy, I want to procreate, whatever, I want to have fun, eh, but I'd like to, you know, stay healthy and clean and, you know, <laughs> all the things that come along with it. So these people go through these experiences and they're mentally guiding themselves or doing good habits, blah, blah, blah. That's great. You're being preventative. You're not necessarily even being preventative because that's kind of a negative concept, but you're actually being proactive. You're being looking forward. You're looking where you're going. That's awesome. That's what you want to do. Now, of course, if you're worried and fearful in your mind, oh, this is going to happen. Oh my God, this is going to happen. Well, yeah, you're probably going to manifest something. But again, nothing's manifested yet. So... It's really a mind game, a lot. Now, your beliefs obviously play in mind. If it's something you haven't manifested and want to, but you're having trouble, all right, well, this is going to probably come into play. Or if it's something that does manifest and you didn't necessarily want it or you don't like the outcome, say, for example, viruses, or example, maybe I got pregnant and didn't want to, or maybe I got sick. Okay, could have gotten sick. This is a good example too. And I don't even mean anything crazy, just regular sick, regular, <laughs> you know, whatever. I'm going to miss a couple days of work, no big deal. The second that you've actually manifested something, do we ignore it or do we deal with it? And deal with it, I'm going to qualify, but give just for a moment, do we ignore it or do we deal with it? 
Now, obviously, once something manifests, it's almost in my mind, and this is what I'm going to guess make the argument for, is it's too late. You've already manifested it. Well, I didn't want it. I get that. I totally get that. I understand you didn't want to get sick. I understand you didn't mean to get pregnant. I understand you didn't mean to catch your entire country on fire. I I understand you didn't mean for that hurricane to form. I understand that. But guess what? It exists now. It's a reality right now. It's in our collective reality right now, or it's in my individual reality right now. And by not thinking about it, by putting my head in the sand, by pretending it doesn't exist, I don't see you. Are we doing a disservice? And I guess some of the examples I'm thinking about, things that might manifest in our lives that we maybe didn't mean to, the two key ones I'm going to use, kid and homeless people, right? Both of these are calamities that if nobody thought about children ever or procreation ever, and no one ever thought about homeless people, eh, we probably wouldn't have homeless people. And I'm going to use one other example for this, hopefully, if I remember later. But for the, to stay on this point, if nobody thought about these things, yes, true, they probably would not exist. But they do. So what does that mean? I don't think about it and then it'll go away? Okay, I mean, that's a strain of thought, but okay. But what about when I go, to, say, down to the coffee shop in the morning and I'm stepping over that homeless dude every day that I'm ignoring, right? Because they don't exist. But I step over that guy because he's homeless. Obviously, he exists. But I don't want to believe him. So I just don't look at him every day. I don't give him money. I don't do anything for him. Why? Because I don't believe homeless people exist. And I believe so long as I don't think about homeless people, they won't exist. Although, homeless people exist. Bit of a conundrum. I know you're not supposed to look at your physical world and say, ow, this is how it can always be. This is how it must always be. No, I get we're going to change it. Problem is, I don't think we are. Now, same goes with a child. You have a child, didn't mean to, didn't want to. Might be the greatest thing that ever happened to you. And most likely that will be your experience from what I understand. But go with me for a moment. For a young person, maybe that this just altered your entire future that you had planned. And it freaks you out. And it makes you scared. Do you ignore the child? I mean, you can put up for adoption. You can do that. Okay, all right, I'll give you that. You still got to go through the nine months and, you know, the experiences that are going to go with that. And, and there's experiences that go with that, of course. Not, not my place to say or good or bad. That's not what I'm saying. That's certainly an option. Or you, you experience the fact that you got a child now. Do you ignore it because you didn't want to? Do you pretend it didn't happen? And while you're pregnant, not really take care of yourself? Maybe accidentally bump into your stomach a whole bunch. I mean, right? Do you do that kind of stuff? No, that's pretty crazy. So you can't ignore something once it happens. Now, my point is, I believe a lot of things happen because of the beliefs that we hold within our hearts. Now, I guess the one example I'm going to kind of use for this, and the other two sort of work, but the easier example, and I think the one that's more fitting, two examples, war. If no men thought of war, there'd probably be no wars. But if there was still hate in the hearts of many against each other, something would still manifest that would be sucky. Might not be war. Sure, maybe no one thinks of war. So something else would manifest itself in place of war. Might not be death, 
but it might be something that's horrible or maybe afflictions that fall on their families or maybe things that happen to their residents, maybe things that happen to their lives and livelihood. But again, bad things, bad mojo would still occur. Now, in the case of war, it's funny, in this planet, being one of the most offensive, egregious countries, I think that word's correct, egregious, that's probably the better word, or more proper, but we spend an insane amount of money on defense, on military, on wars, on figuring out ways to not kill and to kill. We spend trillions of dollars, an insane amount of money. Now, granted, we got some really cool technology. There's no pun, no different, no, no question about that. But when you think about the trillions of dollars that we spend, and then you put all the other countries together, and relatively speaking, everybody spends an insane amount of money trying to figure out how to kill people or not be killed. Okay, so thought process is right there, not cool. So future thoughts, future experiences, not groovy, going to keep having war if we keep thinking this way. And back to the homeless thing, we've got homeless people because of a collective problem that exists. Yet, we claim we can't figure out a way to fix the problem. We can't figure out a way to help the problem. We can't figure out a way to help make housing cheaper or any of that kind of stuff. But when you do the math, when you look at how much money we spend trying to kill one another, and we justify that and say, well, that's okay. That makes sense to me. Of course, because... Abdullah or, or Jenny or Frank, they hate me. So I've got to be careful. I've got to buy weapons. I've, it, it's just the best offense is a good defense, right? They've got all these cliches. So we continue down that path. We continue to experience it. If, again, no one thought of these things, sure, they may not happen, but so long as we don't care about our fellow man, so long as we consider it more important to worry about killing one another as a society, so long as we consider that the lives of the people around us are not that important to us, and I'm willing to step over you every day because it's your fault, you got yourself into this, it's your thinking that created your homeless situation, rather than understanding that sometimes things are a reflection of us as a group. And yeah, homeless people doesn't look good on us as a group. The amount of people that we have in prison as a group doesn't look good on us. We're putting people in prison that don't belong there for silly things. And the percentages of people that are in prison and the percentages of them that are from neighborhoods that need a chance and from groups of people that have generally been held down. Like there's so many things that happen from an emotional level on this planet that continues to manifest outward things that suck. So do we ignore the outward thing and say it didn't happen? Coronavirus. I got a crap ton of stuff from people for doing a video about trying to help people that were freaked out. Now, from a law of attraction standpoint, yeah, thinking about coronavirus doesn't help it go away. But there's the other component of it, and that's the feeling of it. And you know what? Some people don't really care about coronavirus or realize they're fine. So their feelings on it are fine. And a lot of people, like way over a billion people, actually are freaked out about it. So dealing with the fact that there are people on this planet that are scared, and not necessarily with law of attraction advice, but sound advice 
And yes, there was a component about raising consciousness, which of course is the law of attraction component. But like saying stuff like washing your hands. Well, Dan, what are you talking about? What do you mean, what am I talking about? That's a great idea if there's a lot of sick people around you. If you work in a hospital, which I did when I was younger, you wash your hands a bunch. It's the rule. It's just how it works. It's a good idea. Germs are fine. Keep your immune system up. You're not going to get sick. The same concept happens. But once there are sick people, do I ignore them? No. Compassion. Figuring out how we steer the ship in a different direction. That's what we do when our beliefs are wrong. That's what we do when our manifestation is not happening the way we think we're doing. We're doing all the techniques perfectly. Thinking, 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 thinking. But what's in our heart is fear. What's in our heart is anger. What's in our heart is hate. What's in our heart are things that do not agree with your outcome. Now, just because I don't want to look at the fact that right now I've manifested something that I want to change, what you do instead of ignoring it is you manifest by it, past it, in spite of it. I understand this thing happened. That's okay. I understand they got mad at me at some point. We can revise, sure, and you can work on revising your current thing. Sure, revisions are a great thing. The, uh, the shears of revision, as Goddard talks about. Or you can just steer the ship through and realize that people make mistakes. I will be forgiven. Whoever it is I've done this to, I've learned, and you know we'll get through this. and It'll make our relationship stronger as people. When love is able to transcend Things that have happened between, you know, two friends that have maybe gotten mad at each other and then come together, or two family members that are mad at each other and have gotten back together, or two lovers that have had a problem and get back together. There's a beauty in that and a strength in that that's beyond words. These experiences are powerful. And a lot of the times we just look at what happened and go, ah, la, 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 I don't see it. But the reality is it happened for a reason even. Sometimes for a good reason, even though it looks bad and we think it's bad, la, 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 it's not what I want to see, but it might be the thing that you got to walk through to get to the thing you want to see. You can't ignore it once it's there. You steer past it. You change your beliefs. You start to steer the ship in a different direction. It doesn't just do U-turns. And that's really how beliefs are. You don't just change a belief. Beliefs are thoughts we have held many, many times. You change beliefs by repetition of thought in a different direction. And many say to change a habit takes 30 days. So minimum, you're in this thing 30 days. How do we do that faster? That's the thing with manifesting. So many want to say, how can we do it faster? I don't know. Psychologically, as people, it takes about 30 days, maybe 21, maybe 35 I mean, it could be a little faster. I'm not sure how quick your manifestation is going to go, but it's like making a habit. Experiences are creations of experience. <laughs> Dating someone isn't just ending up on a date and you skip everything in between. Having a child and then becoming 18 and you weren't even a part of raising them. Like, that's not what it's about. And the same goes with when we've manifested something we don't like. That's part of life. You will manifest things that aren't quite what you want. All right, let's steer the ship. Let's make some changes. Let's look at our hearts. You know, the, there's a thing called the intention point that many people spend a lot of time talking about. And what do they say it is? Is it's the place in between your head and your heart. Now, what that feels like to a lot of people is like, well, my heart feels a certain way. Like, I love them, but I want to be with them, but I think of other things. Hmm, it's different than that. It's the fact that your brain's got its own thing going on and your heart 
has its own thing going on. And where they match up, everything's groovy and that's how you manifest and that's where you manifest from. Now, where they match up might not be what you think. <laughs> it might be very, very different than what you think. But it is where you manifest from. So if we have things in our heart that suck, us individually, we will experience things individually in our lives. We will get the cold every once in a while. How did I get sick? I do everything right. Yeah, because sometimes you're not taking care of yourself. Sometimes you were letting things happen. Sometimes you were spending time talking and entertaining negative things. You've let crap into your heart. You've let ill into your heart. So ill got into you by your choice. And the same can go, you know, watching puppy videos. I luck and then seeing, you know, uh, one of my favorites is when military or people come back from being gone a long time and the way dogs react like that is some of my favorite videos. Like those just make me cry. <laughs> like if I want to be in a happy mood, just watching that is like amazing. But what's in your heart plays a huge role in what we experience personally or collectively. Once something exists, just turning a blind eye on it, that's not how you resolve issues. I understand that thinking about things creates them, yes. And continuing to focus on a problem continues to create that problem, yes. But once a problem exists, homeless for example, we've got to steer collectively how we as a society deal with it. Or when something happens in my life that doesn't seem like it's right, or I've manifested a fight with someone that really matters to me, or I've pushed someone away from me that I adore, we steer. You can't just pretend it didn't happen. One, your subconscious is going to have a hard time with it. Yes, you can revise and probably have some great success. Good idea. Try that. Two, just steer your way through the fact that a lot of us do make mistakes in life. Don't know anybody that doesn't. Sin, missing the mark, as Goddard calls it. We all do it. And it will happen, but learn from it. Understand people will forgive you for it, especially if you learn. And let's change what we're doing. You can't keep doing the same thing and expect to change, right? So let's look at our hearts. Let's bend ourselves out to a better world. If there are things that exist, there are people that are abused. There's people that are homeless. There's people that are born into families that absolutely don't take care of them. There's people that they are born into horrible situations. Yes, I believe we choose that in life too. Yeah, sure. I also believe, yes, that we attract a lot of things to us, the whole us pushed out thing that everybody likes to say. But there's a lot of cases where you know these people didn't choose this life consciously and maybe could do something to get themselves out of it, and there's a lot of power in that. But the very fact that there's a place that they could be born into that's like that, or the very fact that there are people that are allowed to abuse and seem to be able to get away with it, like there's a lot of things that need to change. And that's what some of us think we're here to help with. And by saying it doesn't exist, it doesn't exist, it's not true. There are things that exist in this world. But you can change them by changing the way people feel about things, by changing the way people think about things, by helping guide this transition into new thought, new waters. And here's what I know. The more people I help awaken, even if it's one person through my videos a day, if I help awaken, I am changing the world in a significant way just by my attempts. And the same goes for you. If you're raising your vibration, if you're helping raise the collective around you, the people close to you, we are having more of an impact on changing the world 
and what we collectively experience by doing that than anything else. You can not think about stuff all you want, but if evil's still in the hearts of man, evil will still exist in this world, regardless if you're willing to look at it or not. There's more to it. And that's why they always say the belief is so important. It is. And the belief will make things happen regardless of not thinking about it. And that's hard for a lot of people too in manifestation. Understand and learn to allow and see what your heart has in it. It generally will experience things in one polarity or the other. Light and dark, good and evil, us and them, whatever. There's a collective and there's an inclusive. Generally speaking, the bigger, the broader, the more collective, the more people it allows for, the better the choice, the better the feeling for mankind, for many. And I do think that's part of what we're all transitioning through right now. There are some dark people on this planet. Pretending they don't exist is how we've gotten to some of the crap we're dealing with right now. And I've spoken of it before. Look at all the countries that are going through major transitions right now, either through government, Brexit, France, and rioting, uh, or not rioting, but uh, protests. Got the craziness that's going on in our country, Canada, Australia. Like, there's stuff going on all over the place. Tra change is happening. Change in heart is happening. And people are starting to wake up. And once you're awake, you can't go back to sleep. I know this is a weird one for me. This is actually the stuff I love talking about. And it was difficult to see people fighting, essentially, in my chat room, in my live video. And although, like I said, when I went back and replayed it and read through it, and my God, there was a lot in there. What I realized is that both parties were right in their perspectives. And both parties were wrong in their perspectives. That's what's important to understand is this is a little bit larger than just la, 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 la. But no, there's also a transition. Things exist right now because of the state of our hearts right now, regardless of what I'm thinking about. I could hate people with every ounce of my being and think nothing at all, but continue to be like, oh, you know, however, like just ignoring, walking over, just like someone's having a hard time and you intentionally look away. I'm not thinking anything bad, but my actions, my heart is not good. Those are the things that will catch us and are sometimes the hardest to see. If life doesn't seem like you like it, let's steer our ships collectively and let's steer your ship individually towards better waters and understand that you need to see it to make it go away you need to see that ah i do have this in my heart and then you can heal it but if you refuse to look at the sins of ourselves if you refuse to walk into your closet in your house and see your skeletons you will never get better never the only way to improve this is to look at it and steer the ship in a different direction. I love you guys, all of you, especially you that were kind enough to have this argument in the chat room and the one of you that reached out to me to let me know about it. Thank you, because I think this is actually a larger truth that's going to benefit all of us if we listen. But thank you guys. Dan Radio Style.